So on the 3rd of December, that's the first Sunday of Advent. I'm sure we'll all, we'll all recognise that as well. It's the International Day of Persons with Disabilities, an important day, a UN day, a United Nations day that uh, has been going for 31 years, since 1992. Now, it's got quite a sort of, I won't call it a complicated theme, but it's a little bit tricky. And it's about how we rescue and achieve those sustainable development goals when it comes to people with disabilities. And I'm joined by Christina Gangemi from the Kairos Forum, who is a disability advisor, has long worked with the church in this important area. Christina, nice to see you. Lovely to be here, James. Now, tell us a bit about why this day. We know it's United Nations Day, but it's actually important for the church as well, isn't it? Because it's a it's a, a positive way for us to, to recognise the value of people with disabilities. Mm, definitely. I mean, the, the day for disability seeks to understand issues of disability, mobility, dignity, rights and well-being of people with disabilities. And in the church, really, that's been a focus for not just 32 years, but for hundreds of years. But somehow we tend to miss its importance and rather than recognise the belonging of people with disabilities, we tend to overlook their needs. And so therefore, it's a very important day because each year it reminds us to live our teaching regarding value and dignity, rights and access. It's not something new for the church, but it does remind us a little bit about why it's so important to value people of all experiences. Yeah, absolutely. And you were telling me about four important p words actually that help us to focus in the right way if you like so tell us what those p words are well one of the things that anybody that knows me knows that i tend to sort of argue against the overuse of the term vulnerability all people are different one of the things that makes us equal is the fact that we're all different i tend to dislike or, or find it very challenging to think of a a person who experiences disability only as being vulnerable. That means they're open to be injured, open to be left out. Of course, all of these things are true. People with, who experience disability are often left out, are more often than not, have to have a day for disability because they do experience political, social and cultural disadvantages. But that doesn't characterise who they are. And my experience of people with disabilities has always been people of immense value. And uh, you'll be hearing somebody I value extremely uh, in a moment. But one of the things that I sort of find is important if we're going to live a valuability, a value of other people rather than a vulnerability, noticing how they're injured. And that is what I call my four P's of valuability. And that is... To begin with, you must never presume anything about anybody. Never presume that another person is weak. You have to always be present to the person you have before you. And that means recognising their value from the very onset of your encounter with them. Then we have to recognise that each person has a purpose. If somebody is in church with you who has a disability, there is a reason that they're there, they belong, they have a purpose. And then the last is patience, that we have to be patient with one another. Often people who are nonverbal or people who 
it takes longer to express themselves or people who communicate creatively through sign language. They need more time. And in a world that's always busy and always worried about fitting things into time, the presence of a person with a disability with their valuable purpose teaches us not to be presumptuous, but to be patient. So they're my four Ps that I think work within valuability. The International Day of Disability refocuses us onto those four Ps. And it reminds us as a church what we've been doing forever. That's so true. And that's a real, I love the word valuability, actually, Chris, that works really well. And those four Ps help inform that word, don't they, actually? Hope so. Not vulnerability, valuability. Very well said. Now, you did allude to it a second ago, but it's not just me and you on this call, is it, this interview? We're lucky because we've got Sean and Tracy who helps Sean and Sean's sitting there. I can see you, Sean. And I just wanted to ask you to tell us a bit about your story. Tell us. I mean, I know you met Chris at a training event and I've seen you. I've seen you in the Houses of Parliament. I've seen you with Chris in a number of places. And tell us how you feel, Sean, about being part of the church. Do you feel a proper part of the church? I do. No, but in my own life, people who say, I don't want to say me. Some people go deep and even say, and they say my heart For those that didn't catch some of that, Sean was saying it's happy now, but back in the day, um, sometimes people would think that maybe what he had was catching, and it's not catching. He's just, he is who he is. He's sometimes hard to understand, but um, he's got a very good brain, and if you take time to understand him and listen, you will know what he's saying. Yeah, absolutely. And when I was listening, Sean, I could hear that you have that that love for God, don't you? You made that clear as well. So tell us a bit about how you help the church, you know, those things that you do, catechesis and, and your, your love of theology as well. Tell us a bit about how you help the church and the people of God. We call out really the study. I, I help 
me to get more involved in my set. I don't go to my everyday, but I do go in the maybe upstairs and match. I don't I do say I'm but they give me more probability. I think people begin to get where I come from. So people are learning from you. They're, yeah. they're, they're, sh they're showing those four P's and they're learning yeah. from what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. John, I can remember when um, you did the Certificate of Religious Studies and you came to the Centre for Catholic Education and to begin with, everybody thought you couldn't study, but you really did thrive. You gained your Certificate of Religious Studies and also you then started to work with us and was in charge of the library and all sorts of things. What did that give you as a person when you got your certificate and began to work more and more in the church? It made me feel happy in my set because I and no more. I could do that before I come out, said King Kinsey, but God will be more dull for me. So you could do all that before you got your certificate, but God opened more doors for uh, you. Uh. Yeah, definitely. And Chris, how do you feel looking at what Sean's achieved and how he can, in his own right, contribute to the church. How does that make you feel? Well, as somebody that works with that purpose in mind, it's always been really, obviously, very rewarding for me, but not because I'm amazed or surprised that Sean's able to do such theological work and such catechetical work because of his disability, but I'm always amazed by the fact that we're amazed. You know, when you look at Jesus, there was nobody he turned away from or turned away. We seem to see Jesus as somebody that, you know, restored people to um, what we think a body should be. But actually, Jesus just met everybody and responded to them and listened to their story and entered into that unrepeatable experience as their spirit met his some listened to what he had to say and some turned away. But the most important thing is that he knocked down those barriers, which is what I think the day for International Day for Disability serves to do. And it's something that we're covering it in a very small way in Italy. They have lots of big conferences and they'll meet the Pope and the Pope will speak on the day about disability. Well, if he's well enough. I'd love to be able to do something bigger, maybe next year, where we 
bring that realm of spirituality. That's what I gained from the example of Sean. He ministered to me. He shared his own spirit and his own belief in God with us. And that has just flourished, not just in this country, short spoken in so many different countries now about his experience. And that's a fantastic gift for the church, quite frankly. Absolutely. But, but if I might, I'm going to ask two more questions. One to you, Chris, now, and then I'll finish by asking Sean a question. So to you, Chris, firstly, you know, it's the start of Advent. It's an important time where we we look to the birth of Christ. And you've just talked about the nature of Christ and why that's important. What would you say to people in our pews that are going along for the first Sunday of Advent? It's also the they might not know it's the International Day for people with disabilities on the 3rd of December. So what would your simple message be to them so they can focus in the right way? So use the four P's throughout Advent. Think about what's the purpose of us going to church, of being a community of people held in the love of God. How are we each present to one another and who's present? Ask that question. Don't presume that there's nobody with a disability in your community. And if they're not present in your community, find them and make sure that they are. And then just show patience and love so that the value of each person can be expressed. On the 7th of July at Aylesford Priory, we will be holding our day of celebration, sharing in the gifts of people with special needs. It's a day that has been formed. Sean was part of that formation and will be run by people of all differing abilities um, who are sometimes labelled as being disabled. So please come along. So take Advent to use those four Ps and then book your place. You don't need to book, but just come along on the 7th of July to Ellswood Priory, where we'll celebrate that value together. Let's just be church together. Let's just be church, body of Christ, active in the world, each of us according to who we are, contributing to that body. Very well said. And Sean, it's it's only right that we give you the last word for this interview. So I'm just going to say to you, what would you say to people in the pews, in churches in England and Wales, if they feel unsure about how they should approach somebody with disabilities or they're, they're not very confident or they don't really know what to do, what would you say to them? Be humble to break. Go don't tell anymore. Uh, be humble to one go one to to or even me, somebody with a December, don't always or they don't know what I'm saying because I think even I always can remember. Where something said, what have been a good friend that go on the car? I 
incumbent Uber took people in the back. They were non-paid to leave. So for those who didn't catch that, summing up Sean's very last words were for people to be open. If more people are open in the world, it'll be a much nicer place to live. I think that's extremely well said. And um, I like what you said there, Sean, because it's about understanding what God wants from all of us, isn't it? So we can all be church together, as you said, Chris. So I just want to say a, a particularly big thank you to you, Sean, and to Tracy as well. Thank you, Tracy. And a thank you to you, Chris, as always, because you work very hard. But it's always a pleasure to see Sean by your side at those events when we see Sean as well. And it's Me quite by a few, his side. Ex yeah, exactly. And it's quite a few events, isn't it? <laughs> Let's be honest, it's quite a few events and it's it's yeah. it's lovely to see you all together and it's a privilege to share that time with you. And I hope people do open their eyes, show the four Ps, recognise the purpose, the presence, have some patience and perhaps don't make presumptions and allow people to show you their value rather than anything else. Mm -hmm. So thank you all very much indeed. We'll all we'll all pray, I hope. So we can be a, a better, more inclusive church on the 3rd of December when we look to Jesus at the start of Advent. And I'm just really very grateful that you've spent this time with us. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.